Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. By order of the Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah, I, I know that, but I don't know whether the impression's good because I don't know who's... who's I've been told by everyone it's fucking brilliant, Jim, okay? It didn't sound like it. <laughs> you, you don't know who I'm doing. Yeah, but... You just can't stand. I think you were supposed to be from Birmingham. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Tickets for the Chelsea versus Liverpool ramble watch along are out on Monday. Get to patreon.com forward slash football ramble for access to that and loads more. By order of the football ramble. Now you'd be an absolute mug to miss that. I want to wrap myself around you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show. Newcastle host Man City and Mike Dean admitted he was wrong. It's Friday, 19th of August. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Matty Brassel. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Luke Moore. Hi, everybody. It is Friday. I'm not joking. Look at the calendars. Oh, can you feel it, Andy Brassel? I can feel it. I know you're a man who Ask me if to... I can feel it. Oh, I can see you can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Campbell, you often hide your excitement very, very well. Yeah, but now you can feel that I can feel it. Oh, everybody. You can feel it, but it's hidden under a bushel. <laughs> Light's hidden under a bushel. What a bushel indeed. Yeah. Everybody, it, it, the weekend is just that close. What are you looking forward to this weekend? Andy B. I am looking forward to Edinson Cavani returning to active football service. It looks like he's going to sign for Villarreal oh, yeah. this weekend. And I cannot wait to see those flaxen locks back in action. That's a nice one, that. Fit. May, may not with a late bid. Almost <laughs> <laughs> have, we, have we already had him? I don't know. <laughs> we want him again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but give, give him more money. Give, just, yeah. You know, yeah. Get him. <laughs> Too young. 
Jim, Jimmy C. For me, it's going to be Everton, who are currently pointless. That's uh, oh. just a fact. Taking on Nottingham Forest, um, because Forest will be debuting about 15 players. Yeah. Everton are already in a bit of disarray. And I just think it'll be interesting to see a game where nobody really knows what's happening. Yeah. How many of them do you think Frank Lampard will try and sign afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> a fair few. Okay, good. Uh, Luke E.M. Probably Arsenal slipping up away from home after such a positive yeah. start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, I've been watching all or nothing continu- uh-huh. continuously and um, everyone's really positive and I just think as an outsider looking in when all the kind of press and the pundits start writing columns saying Arsenal's great start is key uh, because mm-hmm. of Arteta's patience and passion mm-hmm. it's going to go wrong at some point yeah. I suspect I mean Jim will know better than me but is there a more arsenal <clears throat> kind of thing than a way to Bournemouth to slip up? Well being bullied by Kiefer Moore <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it would be very much in the narrative wouldn't it but I I don't know we'll see I mean those two goals against Leicester did worry me a little bit that Leicester yeah. scored that is I, I'm yeah. also, tightening up to be made um, yeah. I Also I mean someone else in football publishing some kind of poetry over the weekend yeah, that would be yeah. good. Yeah, that would be very good. I, did, I didn't see. I just didn't see it coming. Yeah, no. Kept kept coming and coming. Rings of it. Yeah. yeah, lots of poetry in football at the moment. Some yeah. good, some not so good. Yeah. Um, before we get to that, <laughs> all of it's be... bad. Yeah, <laughs> let's be absolutely clear here. Well, okay, all of it's bad. Some innocent, some not so innocent, but all bad. Yeah, fine. Yeah, okay. I'll compromise with that. Yeah, okay. I'll take your hand on that. <laughs> Let's get on with the show. It's a Friday deal, everybody. Uh, let's let's start with some more Manchester United madness. Cristiano Ronaldo, who's still there uh, at the time of recording, <laughs> revealed on Instagram this week that he has been keeping a notebook. It's like an immersive theme park. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's like in Disney World when you go to a different land. Yeah. Like Man United land. <laughs> you can get a player yeah. walking past in his full kit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Having yeah. a row. Didn't he used to be the greatest <laughs> player of all no. time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rides aren't working. You go on the ride, but it's an Alex Ferguson hairdryer. <laughs> nice, that'd be yeah. a good ride. That. They'll, they'll probably do it, Man United. I think so, yeah. yeah. Well, any kind of revenue they need. Anyway, but, what's uh, going to happen? Well, actually, this, this notebook, which could look and feel like a novel we don't know yet but it's a notebook of the headlines surrounding him it's not poetry him. is it I hope not <laughs> we've too much of that uh, the, the, so a notebook of the headlines uh, surrounding him and he says that only five of them were correct I feel like there's a sort of bidding war for the TV rights to this yeah. just yeah. like in, in the in the works yeah. right now so, so he, I, I mean, I'm intrigued by this because some of the headlines you know there are sporting headlines you know, Ronaldo scores hat-trick in Man United win. Well, they forgot my two assists. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. How petty are we going It here? feels Ronaldo. like he's got an issue with the subs rather than the writers. I yeah. think so. Which is a common mistake on social media. And Not he, that I'm bitter about it. And now it. he's a sub himself, Andy. Mm. <laughs> Andy, you should, as a, as a representative here, the sole representative of the journalist community, um, I think you should defend yourself <laughs> and your industry. Yeah. Because because he says here, I've just got it in front of me here, he says, I have a notebook in the last few months of the... Of the 100 news headlines, I suppose that means, mm. I made, only five were right. Imagine how it is. You know how super fans are the scariest people on the internet? Like yeah. star player super fans. They're, yeah. they're terrifying yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they must yeah. be terrifying to the players themselves. It feels like one of those super fans has taken over Cristiano mm. Ronaldo's account to me. Well, as a recovering um, David Nugent superfan, <laughs> I feel like I've got, a, I've got an insight into, uh, into this. Yeah. Well, fortunately, that was before social media really took off. Do you reckon yeah. the, so you had to yes. write it all out by hand. And, and I did. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, then, and he didn't respond. <laughs> um, but do you reckon the five that he thought were right were those ones in the sidebar on the dailymail.com? <laughs> check out Cristiano Ronaldo's abs. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> this is why he's had to leave games early. Yeah. There's just so much stuff to get through. Yeah. Also, I love the idea of a 37-year-old man just now going, hang on. Yeah. 
Some of the stuff in the press is made up. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like a Paul Ince type thing where he had that shoot written on that piece of paper, Maybe. which is still a GIF available on the WhatsApp uh, mm-hmm. internet web app. Absolutely. Um, as I believe the kids call it. Mm. Um, and his just says, uh, liars. Is that right? Big capitals with like two underlines. Mm, that's yeah. excellent. Well, I mean, look, he has... What does Neil Custis think about this? I do be clattering is, is on Is Custis somewhere. involved or not? I, I just... I Justice for Custis. Why, when I talk about a journalist that no one wants to mention by name, do you all look away? <laughs> Particularly Brassel. I want to talk about Custis. Yeah. Where's, what's he done in the worst? I don't know. Why are you going on about him? He's the son Manchester correspondent. I mm. look, I think Louis Van Hal um, is probably having a go at him somewhere and he's defending himself. Great. That's a, like I tell you what. Yeah. I tell you what, yeah, I would yeah, watch yeah. more Marvel films of the end battle <laughs> with Louis Van Gaal versus Neil Custis. Big, big CGI Louis <laughs> Van Hal yeah. Custis. One of them has been sick down himself. <laughs> Yeah, you, well, know, we, you know you know which one. one. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to get through Louis Van Hell's army yeah, to get to him, of you course, would. which would be quite difficult. But yeah, so in the last who's few the, months, sorry, who's the good guy? It's got to be LVG, yeah. yeah, which is weird though. No, but but the Marvel universe needs a film where you don't have a definitive. Perhaps. Good, I'm, yeah. str- I'm struggling to think. Heroes. Jim, yeah. I'm starting to think of a struggling to think of a battle where you could name anyone. Mm. At all, and I would say Neil Carson was a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, whose side were you on when Cristiano Ronaldo slapped that young fan's phone out of the hand of his hand? I mean, he's been, yeah, you've been with the young fan. Got or caution, do we, caution do we, by the police. Well, he did get cautioned by the police. Maybe we're, we're team police, Andy. Yeah, I mean, it was, it, was all, it was all jolly fun when he threw that microphone in the lake. Wasn't that was it? your yeah. microphone, wasn't it? You were, you were there at the time, weren't you? It was not my microphone. But you were there, though. though. It wasn't your microphone, but you had to go and fetch it. <laughs> I was the only one there with a fishing net. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, but that, yeah. that was during a, a tournament when um, a couple of some journalists were ensconced with the Portuguese. Euro 2016. Team, right? Yeah, and you yeah. Were, were you not there? I, I, I didn't follow them in Euro 2016. Oh, fine. Okay. Uh, I, I, I wasn't with them. You've been Euro banished at that point. Yeah, okay. that's right. That's why they won it. It is why they won it. Yeah. <laughs> the Brassel curse was broken. Indeed, exactly. it was. Yeah, uh, gentlemen, what do we think of the news? That uh, well, I say news. Uh, apparently, we should say we don't want to um, make it 101 news stories. Uh, <laughs> but it's not about Ronaldo. It's about the British billionaire Sir Jim Ratcliffe uh, wants to buy Manchester United. I mean, is this sort of uh, nonsense? And Andy spoke about it on the radio yesterday because I heard him. You were on the radio as well? What media well, are you not football ramble's Cave Solico, isn't it? Yeah, well, he was on the Sky Sports as well. He was on the telly. I, I was making a sandwich yesterday uh, in what I consider to be a safe space. Uh, and, Andy, <laughs> and, Andy, and Andy was in his bread bin. Yeah. Um, but Andy, you you would look at you had a blazer on and a purple shirt. No tie. And I thought to myself, that's very new Labour dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things can only get better, Marcus. Yeah, well, I, that, How do you know what he was wearing on the radio? That was on the telly. That was on Sky Sports. On the telly at Jim. He's everywhere. Go on, Sir Jim Radcliffe. The thing about celebrity fracker, Sir Jim Radcliffe. <laughs> Brexit enthusiast as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. big Brexit enthusiast. Uh-huh. Th- this is the thing that I don't really understand about on, it. I'd thought him buying Nice mm. with, you know, globally he's, he's done some decent stuff there. Mm. Although they've maybe not accelerated sporting-wise as fast as the fans would hope. Go the fact Vieira that platform. He, yeah. he, he, he certainly did. And it, give it, one to Nicolas Pepe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought it always seemed like he was trying to get all his money out of the UK. Yeah. And th- this is clearly the absolute reverse of that, mm. which I, I, I find quite interesting. Mm. But, I mean, he has built Nice very organically. I just wonder, is it possible to do that with Manchester United? But clearly there's been some sort of shift because obviously he tried to buy Chelsea <clears> before. That was very unpopular. It was received very, very poorly, mm, wasn't mm. it? He came in, in quite nice. last minute, I think. Yeah, I, I mean... No, at I, Chelsea, they did, the fans didn't want him either, did no, they? No, no. But I, I think... Obviously, Nice are going to be Nice fans are going to be super disappointed about it because it's kind of like the the pot toes and what 
Udinese fans felt when they went and bought Watford and Granada. Yeah. The fact mm. that you feel you're slipping down the the list of, of priorities. Part of the portfolio, though. right? Well, yeah, because they I've, could meet in the Conference League, couldn't? They? <laughs> I'm surprised that that would be allowed well I've, I've seen stuff written about that but I'm not sure to, I mean do you have any insight into that Andy is, is that is that likely to just stop it happening well if, if a club was purchased like halfway through an existing season mm. I, I, that wouldn't make any difference but that there, there would have to be an uncoupling as things went on a, a bit like you had with Leipzig and Salzburg who are definitely definitely not involved with each other by the way yeah. definitely not and anyone who says they are is a liar Mm, exactly. exactly. If they are, how come they're not? Yeah, what you, what yeah. you they they just borrow strips off each other. That's yeah. all it is. <laughs> they just like the same drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Maybe not in Europa League, though, not your Europa, Europa Conference. No, but in time. Oh, in time. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. After uh, Christmas. Well, if you apply that, apply that logic, I mean, so also Jim needs to do, God bless him, yeah. just wait. They'll lose more and more games. Yeah. They'll get it cheaper, won't he? Or, yeah. Buy well, when they're in a League One. Oh, yeah. hear me out. Hear me out. Red Bull Man United. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. an idea. That's the solution no one's looking it's at. It's actually not the official name. It will be RB Man United because yeah, Red Bull sorry. aren't that involved. But are they? would no, that would that impinge on the Red Devils? Might do. Red Devil Manchester United. There's yeah. a compromise. Yeah, there, well. I mean, I'll tell you who would be unhappy with it. Probably, presumably, Fred. Yeah, I, who, no, Fred never looks unhappy. I was going to say everything. When Jim Ratcliffe come out and, and basically singled out Fred as being a shit player. I still think <laughs> Fred would have a big smile on his face. Yeah, I think, I think immense if, credit to Fred's attitude. If you take if you take a look at the the week that Fred's happy, mm. and they're about to sign Casemiro. Yeah, and now they're about to sign a bloke who hates him more than any earth on the planet to buy the club. Well, do you do you think though that that, that Fred's sort of the ace up his sleeve is the fact that um, he speaks Portuguese. Casemiro speaks Portuguese. Yeah. Whereas well, McTominay... So go, Can I play instead of yeah. you? Well, well, so he'd be able to tell him that he's not playing anymore <laughs> in his own language. <laughs> no, he'd be, he'd be <laughs> able to... No, Salve to the wound. This is it? my locker now. Well, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. does, I mean, does Casemiro speak in English? Because when Casemiro, if he does go, um, is suddenly thinking to himself, my goody aunt, you know, that I need to be barking orders and organising. If he can't speak English that well, McTominay, he needs someone there to kind of drag I, th- I think you'll find that pointing... And making seven fouls a game is quite an effective way of communicating. <laughs> All right, fair mm. enough. Andy. Worked for Paul Ince for years. Yeah, it, worked it, for Flamini as well. It, yeah. We have one of them. Well, the Manchester United are hoping. worked for me when I was playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Sunday league. Indeed. Well, they're, they're hoping to announce the signing of uh, Casemiro for almost sixty million pounds in the next few days, reportedly on a five-year contract. Now he's thirty years old. Yeah. Mm. Uh, now there's a bit of we're not sure about Andy you, this is why you were on the TV other than your um, sex appeal that yeah. you were talking about the Casemiro well, in addition deal. to his sex appeal uh, yeah, totally yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Andy was on Sky Sports News he wasn't on Euro Trash by the way we should yeah. say but you were talking Babe about station. Yeah. <laughs> but you were talking about Casemiro what do you think of this deal do you think it's a good deal I think it is a good deal I think it's an overpay I think in an ideal world mm. you don't want to give him a five-year contract at that age. But this is where United are. Mm. Uh, And the fact is, he is a player who is going to immediately improve them in a position of need. I saw some argument that... Position of great need. Yes, exactly. They need to protect that defence. McFred is is not working for them at all. I think, (laughs) you know, I've heard people say, well, well, Rabiot is a very different type of player. Yeah, but they need both of those types of players. It's not like they need one midfield player, is it? They they probably need three, Mm. I, I would say. And, you're looking at someone who's still playing at a very high level, mm-hmm. who's a great leader, who's very influential. And actually, when he didn't start for Real Madrid at the weekend, they missed him. My thoughts on this deal is it's good now 
possibly two or three years. But the length of that contract is mad, right? Yeah. He's going to be on big wages. Surely the last two years of that contract are very unlikely to be good value. And then he becomes quite hard to shift. True, but I mean, but that, he's obviously negotiating very hard because he knows the situation there. Yeah. Casemiro, I would say, for the last five years or something, has been one of the best players in that position in in club football you could you could argue look what he's mm. done at Real Madrid it could also be a Fernandinho yeah. as well he is he is you know of I, that quality it could be but I think if if, if Casemiro is saying he knows how desperate they are everyone knows how desperate they are look at the table for crying out loud and so he says well, I want five years otherwise who else <laughs> yeah, are you, you going to get you, you maybe that's get the problem in the dressing room isn't it like, <laughs> you see what they're giving me this <laughs> lot are desperate oh, we oh, can dear. rinse them well Manchester United they do have uh, the small matter of playing Liverpool on Monday evening um, but Manchester United fans, you know, fear not. Liverpool haven't won net yet this season. Okay, that's true. They will on Monday. Oh, though. I can, I can, hundred <laughs> percent see Man United um, getting a battle in draw against Liverpool. Luke, would you, um, to to sort of, in the spirit of what you said uh, a few, uh, a couple of previous shows ago, will um, Ten Hag have a haunting look at the end of the I game? Like and would he bite you... your hand off for a two-nil loss? One, I'll accept just about anything in the studio, but I will not have. <laughs> You continually back referencing things I've said in the past because it, it makes me very uncomfable. Well, you, uh, you, when I take no, you to I, court, I, we'll see no, about that. I, I, honestly, I honestly think that um, I can see May United getting a, a battle in draw against Liverpool. But I know, we're, I know we're, what you mean. We're, we're going to do a show straight after, right? We are going to do a show straight yeah. after. We're going to uh, we're going to have our thoughts all wrapped up in one single podcast for you straight after the match. It will be released very early on Tuesday morning. So uh, yeah. do get your a ears around that. Bonus ramble pod. Yeah. A bonus ramble pod. What more do you want? Probably mm. two bonus ramble pods, but uh, you're not going to get them. You're just getting one. Yeah. And it'll be out very early on Tuesday morning. Leeds United host Chelsea on Sunday at two o'clock. Big game. A big game indeed. Um, the uh, the chat, of course, around Chelsea um, still is uh, about those uh, decisions that uh, cost them, uh, well, potentially cost them uh, a victory against uh, Tottenham Hotspur last weekend. Mark Cucurella said he will never cut his hair. Uh, even though it played a role, of course, in that equaliser. Um, uh, <laughs> Did it really play a role in that equaliser? Yeah, I, uh, it's very passive, sure. role, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, it's a bit unfair, I suppose. I still have to, to defend him. the corner. But is it his yeah. fault, Jim, that they didn't win that game because he didn't cut his hair? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> was it Andy? Was it Fernando? I mean, I don't know. Why I'm asking Andy. Marcus and Jim might know as well. Um, was it Fernando Redondo who didn't go to a World Cup for Argentina because he refused yeah. to cut his head? Ninety-eight, yeah, Dan- maybe. Daniel Passarella wouldn't wouldn't have it, would he? Yeah, yeah the manager. Yeah, he wanted. Um, he, he wanted to sort I'm, of I'm, back inside. So I'm, for the, for the, I'm team Kukurea here because, I mean, imagine Carlos Puyol with a short back inside. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, uh, but for, I can't put up with that. For, to, think, to think some of our younger listeners who won't remember the 98 World Cup will find it interesting or quite surprising that a really good, I mean, Fernando Redondo was a brilliant player. Superb he was player. Really good. Superb. And he missed out, am I right in saying he missed out on the World Cup squad and it was because Daniel Passarella made him cut his hair and he wouldn't do it? Yes. I mean, they had a lot of talent, That to be seems fair. weird now, looking back. But it does seem a bit weird. Yeah. With other players, though, was Batistuta, didn't he not have a good main back then? Or maybe I'm thinking of another well, World Cup. Berlusconi's player. just taken over at Monza, isn't he? Or, or he's certainly involved at Monza. And good he, to see him he, back His policy, <laughs> yeah, can't give a good man down. Um, <laughs> Young whippersnapper, isn't it? He's, he's just, yeah. just a new generation. New ideas. Exactly. Fresh ideas. Some of those ideas are all of the players he wants uh, he wants them to be Italian uh, to have short back and start size and no tattoos so th- oh. that attitude is still very much there, there I mean, I'd love to I would definitely watch a reality show where Silvio Berlusconi in 2022 at the age of 85 <laughs> tries to find <laughs> Italian players good enough that haven't got any tattoos yeah <laughs> I mean it's absolutely yeah. impossible I feel it's a, a dreadful return holy grail stuff it's that. a dreadful return to the past do you, um, do you think Leeds fans will be happy with that preview I, I, well I don't know but I think uh, Chelsea fans might be slightly uh, 
um, I suppose, uh, uh, pleased maybe, um, or more aggrieved that Mike Dean said of the incident uh, with, the, with the hair pulling in um, a, a column in, in, in one of the papers yesterday. In the few seconds I had to study Romero pulling Cucurella's hair, I didn't deem it a violent act. But he did say that he should have said to, well, this is to Taylor, the referee, that he, he could, could should have had a look at the at the, the monitor. But I mean, that, yeah. unfortunately, that's the job, isn't it? You know, you, they do have a few seconds. Yeah, and, and the job is the job, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't propose to come back on that. Uh, you know, Mike Dean's a VAR official for this season, as far as we know, in the Premier League, and you know, at time of recording, he's still in that role. Mm. I think it's a far bigger story than people are making out. Mm. That given that for years and years, ever since I can really remember. And people have been crying out for referees and officials to explain incidents and to talk about what they yeah. do, and they, they've refused mm. to do it. Yeah. And then the time that Mike Dean does do it, he doesn't do it through a you know an official PGMOL or Premier League channel. He does it in the Daily Mail in a column. I think that's absolutely scandalous. Yeah, I think that's rotten. And I, you I think, be doing I think it. The, the way it's dealt with in Germany, for example, is like an official would choose to come out and have a few mix zoney flash zone type words just to explain, just to clarify. And then it feels minimum fuss, mm. as, as if there's no degree of grandstanding, which yeah. obviously, let's not talk about Mike Dean and grandstanding. Yeah. Well, this is it, isn't it? We worried that we wouldn't hear from him. Well, at what? <laughs> well, Two I, rounds of games into the season, here he is. Why were, yeah. we, why were we worried about yeah, that? Do you, you understand my point about the fact no, totally, that I agree with you should not be no, doing I, I, that I, I, on a commercial yes. media platform totally. when they've, all officials have refused to do that for years? I do agree with you. Um, he's, he's, he's basically commenting on it for money. Mm. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I it's, think that it, stinks. It's a shame, Here's but he's, value, Daily Mail. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not been given a game uh, on VAR this weekend, so um, he's been... Uh, well, so he gets off, a day off as well. Off he pops. He's got the money from Daily Mail, doesn't need to work. I, 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 uh, but with regards to the game itself, um, Leeds United, uh, Rodrigo started well for them up front. Yeah. Uh, getting a few goals, of course, three in two games, to be precise. Uh, Patrick Bamford uh, is in a race to be fit after being subbed off within half an hour last weekend, which is a great shame, of course, because we were looking forward to having him back, Jim, in the Premier League. Uh, he's been an important player for them, but yeah, but but then with Rodrigo in that kind of form, absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's a really sort of nice bonus for Leeds, really, isn't it? It's more, mm. more than a bonus, but. Um... I feel like they really, really missed Bamford last season. Clearly they did. Yeah. Um, but Rodrigo seems to have stepped up and it's now going to be a bit of a battle for that position for them, really, I would think. If they can get Bamford fit and, and running again, that's really, really healthy for them. They've had an all right start as well. They've had a good start, I, yeah, I, four I, points. I feel like they're, they're sort of... I, I don't feel like they're going to be in a relegation scrap this year. You know I mean? I've, the game I've, against Southampton was was you know they'll be frustrated to have to have you know. Well, bearing in mind they've they, they lost there, but you know, you know two crucial players. You know they have started well, but I mean it's very very early days. But uh, but it's I don't, a big I, don't think, I don't think Leeds fans listening to this will be particularly happy of how they ended the game against Southampton though. No, no. I don't think so. And I, and I, th- I think that with Rodrigo, I, I haven't seen a massive amount of him recently. But is he not ideally? I mean, Andy might know this better than me. Is he not better suited to just play him off the front map? Yes, and he's playing as a front man because Bamford is injured. <clears throat> yeah, although, so, although he's played in that centre forward role for for Spain, the first time sure. Luis Enrique was in in, in charge. Sure. Look, I think short term, it's it's not such a big deal, especially the fact that what Leeds do is is basically based around quick movement mm. as well. Mm. I mean, they're great to watch again already, which I think is 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 a win for neutrals. There there aren't neutrals. It's a win for me. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. What, that's what we're all concerned about. Thank you. Um, Everton versus uh, Nottingham Forest on Saturday at 3pm uh, will be an intriguing one. Yesterday, Nottingham Forest paid 
25 million pounds on Wolves midfielder Morgan Gibbs White with up to 17 million pounds in potential add-ons. We have to say this now with transfer fees and so on. Is it, are, the, yeah. are the add-ons like some of the mad ones? Like you have to win like three Ballon d'Ors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it, if it, I haven't it, seen it. what the add-ons are. I, I haven't either. I couldn't be bothered. They're, they're, they're meant to be. <laughs> Seven, seven to ten in, in gettable ones. So I, I'm guessing appearance-based. Yeah. And then the others, less gettable. So basically, mm. if we don't say 42.5 million and we say probably around 35. Okay. It's still way too it's much. still a lot. 25 seems a lot. Well, it's yeah. a lot of money. I mean, yeah. I know that the elite clubs, in terms of how much they pay for players, is just utterly ridiculous. But outside of the elite clubs, m- most clubs, you know, that's still a lot of money. Yeah, uh, yeah. Despite what the, the the transfer market does, forty eight Premier League appearances not a huge amount. I mean, he's obviously a decent young player, promising. But I mean, Luke, you seem to be you seem to think that's a bit way over the odds. For yeah, because him. I don't think he's that good. Right. I mean, can I be any clearer than that? Well, he's quite hard. He stood up to Mitrovic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, well, I respect exactly. That. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, so how much did that add on to his price? Do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, I think um, what I said about Man United might well be the case in a, on a smaller scale with Nottingham Forest as well Yeah, that they just they, that they lo- well, people that, found out how much Lingard was on well quite and that, which again is you know stripy jumper but that does play into it though but the 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 chat we had on Monday around mm. the kind of incomplete reporting around Forest signing all these players because they lost so many they mm-hmm. had to so they have to they have to strengthen Yeah, I just think that for, uh, yeah, I mean, he's. I know he's not necessarily just about scoring goals, but he's only ever scored one Premier League goal in his career. Well, and he missed the penalty for Sheffield United, the decisive did, one famously. in the playoff semi. Well, right. A lot of those, a lot of those appearances, rather, will have been essentially formative, right? So yeah. Steve Cooper knows him well and wants him a lot. So well, clearly, he's got an idea in in mind for how he's going to play him and how. That's the saving grace, you must think. The fact that yeah, that that link there with Cooper, and I think the the, the issue, I suppose, for me is just that he's twenty two. Um, that that kind of transfer fees and they come with a lot of headlines mm-hmm. and I think what Andy's alluding to there I think without putting words in his mouth is the idea that for that kind of money you're looking for an impact mm, yeah. like you look at, it's very rare you see a player go for that amount of money mm. at that kind of age because he's not the who young isn't an girl, international who, is, who isn't or expected on the door. to make a really big impact yeah. and the only one I can think of is probably that Wolves player the striker that Wolves bought for Fabio, Fabio Silva. Silva. Silva and he was obviously a lot, quite a lot younger than Gibbs White at the time So, but, but that, that's the thing I, th- I think with Gibbs White, you can talk about potential, but it's the sense of wanting him to be great. And it's a little bit like that with Fabio Silva. Like with Fabio Silva, he's, he's gone and scored a couple of goals for Anderlecht on loan at the start of the season. Mm. And now people are going, now you get it. Now you get it. And it's like, do you? He's, mm. he's gone and scored a couple of goals for Anderlecht. It's that sense of like wanting him mm-hmm. to, to, to be mm. something incredible. Whereas so little of it no one really knows how good he is and I would suggest to a lesser extent that is the same with Gibbs White now I know it's not quite the same thing because they're not exactly the same player but the fact that they've gone and signed him and yes I realised Cooper really wanted him etc etc rather than sign Usam Alwa who they could have signed for less money Mm. who's experienced who Shows up in big games, has showed up in big games. Okay, he's not been in great form in the last year and a half, but he's been good at Champions League level. Mm. I th- I realise there's not quite a salvage project side to it, but the fact that he is a proven top-level player and he's, what, a year older than me? On the, than on, the, on the radar of so uh, many big clubs I've, as well. I mm. find that remarkable. Can, can, I, can I just make one fight? It's a really good point. I just want to make another one. Hopefully it doesn't undermine it because um, you shouldn't undermine a good point with a bad one. No. Um, the, the the key areas that Gibbs what operates in what attacking midfield through the middle and off the right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. well Nico Williams was man of the match against West Ham playing mm-hmm. right wing back 
Uh, and um, Jesse Lingard plays behind the front two for Nittle and Forest, and they just signed in for loads of money as mm. well. So I'd be interested from Nottingham Forest fans, I'm sure there's something I'm missing here, but it'd be interesting to hear from Nottingham Forest fans listening uh, where they envisage him playing and, and looking mm. to maybe if they want to defend the signing. And, and look, you know, time will tell, and they need strength because they want to stay up, and I get all that, and they need players. But it just seems to me that they, they've signed two really big players already mm-hmm. in those positions. Um, just quickly, um, Deli Alley. Yeah. Looks like he's going to be going to Besiktas, um, of course, uh, on loan. Maybe they might buy him permanently. Uh, That's if he can be bothered to go to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, to be fair, I do hate airports. So, I mean, <laughs> you won't hate Istanbul Airport. It's amazing. The new one. The new oh, one, it's yeah. incredible. I, yeah. Look, you know I like to defend England alumni. Um, if it, they've played, it is getting increasingly harder. If they've played one minute in an English show at any level, yeah. youth team and above, yeah. Marcus will Look, not This whole yeah, episode is not about Nugent, all right? <laughs> yeah, Just pack it not, in. He will cover him. I want him to defend Nugent more. I, well, the thing is, I, you know, you know I trust Frank Lampard. Yeah. I thought we could get a tune out of Delhi. Yeah, it seems unlikely now. Who knows though? It's just on loan. Maybe come back and it'll be refreshed. Well, well what is damning about it? Like joking mm. aside, is that Frank it is Lamp- quite damning to be fair. It actually. is really damning. Yeah. And I think Frank Lampard has had you know whatever whatever you want to talk about Lampard's mm. skill as a coach or whatever. Mm. What he's done is he's gone in and he's not the first manager to do this no. and go. I've seen enough. And it's not been that long. Yep. Lampard's been there for not that long. And yes. he said, that's fine. Well, and you've reminded what Jose Mourinho said to him in the, in the Terrible trainer and all the rest of it, yeah. And he sort of set him down and so on. I understand you know, Mourinho's Mourinho. But this has been the case for, for Dele Alli. And, and goodness knows what's going on. Um, but I sincerely hope that, that if he does go to Besiktas, if, I'd like him to, that he does get a bit refreshed. And people say, oh, I was wishful thinking all the rest of it. We're talking about a very, very talented footballer here. Yes. And and and, and there's clearly something not right. And, uh, and it's, I, it's nothing to do with talent, is it? There's loads of talented footballers. Sure. And whatever the problem is, I hope that he can he, he can get it sorted. Um, gentlemen, just very quickly before we go to a break, um, speaking of surprising signings, Willian is training with Fulham. Jim, this is a safe space for you. Yeah. I so... don't want you to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> he's he's, he's, he's gone. He's yeah. in London, no, but he's, he's nothing London. to do with me. He's back in London. Yeah. He's, just, just, like seeing, he's just training. seeing an ex-girlfriend that jilted you in your own town. <laughs> uh, he, um, what are you doing here? I'm just he had renting. A, yeah. <laughs> he had a blinder against Fulham. That yeah, was his one good appearance he, for us. He knows Arsenal, the cottage. So maybe that's it. Maybe maybe the cottage is what will get him going. How do you feel about it, Mark? I feel pretty good, baby. Marco Silva, Mark of the Jungle and Lou good death I, I trust them yeah. <laughs> uh, that's Luke Bowmore eh? yeah. um, uh, and we've got a big West London derby on Saturday of course uh, just tomorrow Fulham hosting Brentford yeah. oh they'll be all chippy I mean, it's, it's, very bees, much, it's very much the smallest of the West London derbies isn't it uh, no QPR oh get out what? QPR are a massive club they are but they're Russell, not at the moment this. QPR feel free I'll, I'll, I'll take on anybody Andy <laughs> <laughs> but n- not you or Jim yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm, looking for, I'm joking I'm looking forward to the game alright everybody let's have a quick break Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome back to the Premier Show, everybody. That guy, yeah. is uh, his laugh yeah. is like a proper Northerner cartoon laugh. Oh, totally. Yeah. I watched that video so much. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. it. I've seen it about fifteen times. It's like you know, you know those punch bag uh, arcade things. Yes. You know, and it, like if you with with a with a felon, you got to sock him in the gut, or there's a an, or an actual punch bag, whatever it may be. Like if if you if, when it's there's one that I did once, when it was like goading you, basically calling you like pathetic if you didn't hit so hard. Mm. All good masculine stuff. All very healthy. And uh, <laughs> so what you were doing this morning? <laughs> and uh, and and it, and it that would be the laugh if you yeah. weren't a good yeah, puncher. Definitely, that would, it would it's be the very... laugh of a bad guy in a kid's cartoon. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I like yeah. the fact that he's called Frank Rothwell as well, which it's is brilliant. A brilliant, it's a, 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 a name. lovely throwback. Yeah. Um, Oldham's chairman, of course. Yeah, and that was um, uh, apparently was at half time <laughs> versus yeah. Dorking Wanderers. Yeah, <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> I, I mean, they won the game three 0 To be fair, and if you haven't if you haven't seen the video, mm. everyone listening, he very much looks exactly as you're imagining now. Totally. Yeah. yeah, Oldham. Not that long ago in the Premier League. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, was it the Premiership or Division One? I forget. I, I Premier League. It will somewhat undermine your I've, first point. I've yeah, been to a Premier they, League was, game at Boundary Park. It was, there you go. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. It was fucking ages ago. It was. It yeah. was li- quite literally thirty years ago. <laughs> anyway, let's <laughs> let's talk about the Premier <laughs> oi, League. Oi, Queen Anne's dead. Not that long ago. <laughs> Not that long I've ago. I told you, don't break royal death to me on air. Okay. You got the protocol. Press the button. No offensive songs. <laughs> uh, Newcastle versus Manchester City on Sunday afternoon, uh, 4.30. Yes, they're the only teams not to have conceded this season. So this one's got nil-nil written all over it. <laughs> um, Eddie Howe uh, wants to change that, though. He wants to change it. And, and this is how we know how Howe wants to change it. He referenced Newcastle's entertainers in a speech to his quad last week and if you're unfamiliar with who the entertainers were that was Kevin yeah well piss off Um, but that was Kevin Keegan's Newcastle of course he showed them footage of that time and he wants his players to believe they can follow in their footsteps not all the footsteps Jim why can't you be like the entertainers (laughs) yeah yeah. <laughs> I know, eh? Well, second place is up for grabs, maybe, um, if Liverpool can't win games. But yeah, um, Eddie revealed that he plans to invite Keegan himself back to the club to speak to the players. I will be picking up the phone to him and I will be inviting him in. What a strange description of how you make a phone call. <laughs> yeah. Eddie has a bit... Old-fashioned, isn't it? Because that's what is. he used to do. But the phone's, he's left the phone off the hook just being engaged yeah. for, for days now. Is that, so an, intelli- is that an intelligent move? Or could the stadium collapse? <laughs> 
it's it's ambitious because Keegan said a couple of times recently yeah. that that part of his life is over and he's not interested in coming back to to Newcastle. I'll still do me soccer circus. Yeah, well, and do they? He spends a lot of time in Dubai. Do the Saudis know that? Does Ke- Keegan does? Does he? Yeah, I've, I've, what, with that with Andy and Richard. Of course mm. he does. Yeah. <laughs> Did, with, with those two. What did Keezy say the other day that he helped ground Sunes at the Newcastle job? <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, it's great stuff, isn't it? It's, his blog is just I, I, exceptional. It's, it's, it's little, it's, it's, do you know what annoys me about it? We work pretty hard on content here. Yeah. You never you, you put you, you put your life and soul into a show and you never get anywhere near as good content as Richard Keezy's blog. To be fair, Luke, Steve Coogan reads those and thinks that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I, can't get, I can't touch this. I can't get anywhere near this. Steve Coogan probably writes it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. He said, apparently, Richard Key says, I was instrumental in yeah. getting him the Newcastle job. And if you asked him who started his TV career, he'd say Richard Keyes without hesitation. <laughs> Your key to sport. Um, not, it's not even plural. Um, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, there we are. Newcastle United. Um, I have to thank Richard once again. But yes, I think we'd all like to see Keegan back at Newcastle yeah. in some form or another. I think it's a smart move. It's, it's all about connecting the players with the culture of the club, isn't it? Mm. And the history of it and what it actually means to, to the supporters. And yeah. it's easy to assume that players know that mm. coming into clubs, but it's not always the case. I, th- I think um, on the actual game itself, yes. um, this is an interesting test away from home, I think. Newcastle kind of new kids on the block in terms of this kind of state ownership of a football club type thing. And um, Man City have had it pretty easy so far. I mean, West Ham's record against them is, I think from what I remember, is quite poor. Obviously, Bournemouth weren't in it. Um, and Newcastle haven't conceded the goal yet, as Marcus has already mentioned. Although that was more luck than judgment against Brighton last weekend. I mean, that that was yeah. old school Brighton, like being brilliant and not scoring. Mm. And, and Nick Pope was outstanding. Yeah, Absolutely he was. Absolutely outstanding. He was. So he's probably going to have to be outstanding again, isn't he? Um, for them to to not concede, but mm-hmm. I, I still do think it, I still think it's an interesting test, and I'm pleased it's on TV because it's, it's actually the game. I think it's the second game on Sunday, so it'd be good to watch. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, on on Saturday at uh, tea time, it's Bournemouth versus Arsenal, Jim. It sure is. Mikel Arteta, we mentioned him there. Uh, I mean, all or nothing. A lot of people have been watching it. The documentary. Some some very creative methods to try and uh, 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 g his players up, and we talked about the the brain and the heart hand in hand, yeah. which I don't think will be topped. Also, but... like uh, making the players have fights, yeah, in the training ground, <laughs> making them, wow, being there. He's the puppet master. <laughs> You've got to assume everything that happens yeah. is happening because he wants it to. He supplied the environment. No, no one gives a shit when players. <laughs> no one in, in no one actually in football gives a shit when two players have a fight in the no. training ground today. But the media Completely go mad. Completely normal. It's a yeah. massive. It's a massive disconnect, isn't there? Yeah, <clears throat> like the the press. You remember there's that one Mancini one that Man City when I think someone was walking past took a photo, and people went mental in the media. I think it just feels like a bigger deal than it is, doesn't yeah. it? It's the sort of thing that well, gets it, resolved it, really mo- quickly. In most workplaces, there aren't fist fights. No, well, yeah, true. In most That's places, true. lots of people aren't running around playing sport and flying into tackles. I think stuff. the other thing with the Mancini yeah. one I'm going to take is... talk sport out of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me rephrase that. Talk sport aside, uh, in most offices there aren't fist fights. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> but also, the, the idea is it's going to become like, do you remember that bit in Family Guy where he gets into a fight with like this man dressed as a chicken? Yeah. And then it just keeps coming back, like yeah. series after series, he sees the chicken and they just fight, fight again until yeah. they're separated. So it's not going to be like that, leaving the club. Yeah. He's going to come back yeah, if they the, see him again. Like you and William, basically. <laughs> well, but, but Mikel Arteta himself, before um, a match against Brighton last season, he brought a light bulb into the dressing room and said, Edison invented the light bulb. I want to see a team that is connected because without connection, a bulb is nothing. I want to see a team that is connected to each other and that shines. Does anyone else think he's a bit like Michelle Pfeiffer in Dangerous Minds? <laughs> <laughs> like that. 
like that's that. That's an excellent yeah. reference. Mm. That is excellent. Yes. Yeah. Well, and he, and he, and, and there's absolutely no danger. You, I'm not going to agree with the idea that him doing that light bulb scene. Yeah. With a bit of a. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Gangster's Paradise. That was Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Roughly. Uh, the Coolio's go. listening to this, going, "Why is this dude making me sound like Oasis?" <laughs> I, was say, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to go. Ah, oh, that should have done. Should have gone for that bit. Shouldn't Don't I? Do it again? Nah. Okay. Don't worry. I thought you were also going to say that when I first saw Arteta do that, I thought he was going to smash it on the floor of the dressing mm, room and go yeah. and swear. No bare feet. He swears a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> he does swear a lot, and someone swearing in their second language is it's always great. funny. It's yeah. great. Yes, it is. It is. It, somehow, when you're doing it, mm. I guess it feels like it's a little bit liberating yeah it doesn't feel as severe true you know yeah no I like it but he did did have I mean I'm not going to say spoilers because we know what happened to Arsenal last Mm. season they missed out it wasn't all Uh, no it wasn't nothing either it's a bit of an odd you know trade's description active we'll have a look at that Um, but he's a bit of a rant you know he can shout at them well yeah I mean he can have a go part of it isn't he he can't just be completely meek and passive when things aren't working out no we all got sent the episodes in advance right Mm. so as the the most recent one that's the last batch of them have come out or come out today, I think. So the one where he goes mad when they don't get fourth, is that out now? I believe so. I've not seen it because yet. He, he goes mental then yeah. and says, um, you know, I'll, t- I'll 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 front up the press. I'll do this for you, lot, and all the rest of it. But he's mm. properly pissed off, which we just can't understand. And also, that's a really interesting insight, isn't it? It's like I will take this for you because I know that's what that needs. But I need you to know I am fucking furious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because it often seems like. You know, when when Arsenal come out and play like that, it's like, is no one shouting at them? It's like, how is this allowed yeah. to happen? This but kind you know of what, Jim, listlessness. I think so that, it's interesting to see yeah. that, that he was furious. Well, I think players respond to that because sometimes players say, you know, we need a rocket and yeah. the manager doesn't give it and actually they can lose respect. But the fact is he says, I'll take this for you. Now the press know what he's doing. Mm. So if next time they don't perform and he starts doing that, they go, are you taking this for the players, Mikel? Be honest with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an interesting... Um, thing as well is that rival managers now know how the club operates you know it's, <laughs> is, is that a potential disadvantage yeah but it's sooner really... or later every well, club in the Premier League is going to have this Spurs yeah. have had it Arsenal have had it Man City have had it yeah Man City don't seem to have suffered but uh, <laughs> but Sorry. potential managers in the future watch the documentary they know the club yeah true they are you see, so, sometimes, sometimes when I'm drinking water in the studio I do think of Guardiola going shut up sit down drink water drink water <laughs> <laughs> um, gentlemen uh, we talked about the scrap there between Alex Lacazette and uh, Cedric not as severe as what happened with Boca Juniors on Monday, though, um, because if we're going to talk about uh, players fighting, we must go to South America because something's happened, and it has. Two of their players, uh, Dario Benedetto and Carlos Zambrano, have been suspended for two matches after they had to be separated by police at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dario Benedetto, if I remember, is the mm. guy who played for Marseille, Andy, and he's hard. Yeah. I th- yeah, I mean, they're both, like, tasty. Yeah. Well, I mean, B- Benedetto told the defence to do better... That's the, de- the the defense on the pitch. They've not gone to, you know, <laughs> criminal like, defense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. Um, but Zambrano hit back by saying, "Score goals," which is yeah. quite Paul Ince like. I like it's it. It's both re- really poor feedback. But it yeah. is a bit. Yeah. I th- I think a lot more was said, and I think there was a lot more uh, colourful language than that. But Zambrano then uh, came out for the second half with with red marks on his face and a swollen eye. Yeah. And Benedetto um, had a scrape on on his neck. You know what that reminded me of when I heard that last bit. When Florent Maluda wasn't, he had an issue with his role in the team mm. at Trabzonspor, and he went in to see Vaid Halihodzic, the coach, who at this point was probably about sixty. And um, <laughs> Maluda came out of his office after the meeting, like fifteen minutes later, mm. with like a scrape on his face and a ripped collar on his shirt. Wow! wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's tough justice. Like, yeah, he's a, he's the tasty. Worst, uh, was it Rui Farrier that used to play for Everton was tear-gassed by Boca fans while playing for River Plate? Bloody it's yeah. uh, it's it's different out there, isn't it? You know how Genoa started as like a cricket and football club? Mm. I'm pretty sure Boca Juniors was a fight club. Yeah. So well, look, this sort of you, thing is It is interesting that you've, you've accidentally linked the two because, of course, much of the immigration that came into Buenos Aires was from Genoa itself. Which which is has uh, influenced a lot of the culture. See, when Jim was talking about cricket, I thought he was just going to say maybe wear a helmet to a team <laughs> meeting. Quite possibly, quite possibly. Luke Moore, you've got. An oh, there's email an email here. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm the only one probably really doing this. So mm. I apologise to to everyone for that. Um, mm. But I'm, I'm trying to keep this Lacazette wasp incident alive. Mm. Ed, our listener, has been in touch saying I might be a bit late to the party on this Lacazette wasp thing. Uh, I'm currently on field work in the Gulf of Thailand Ooh. and have a backlog of rambles to get through. But I may, I may claim gold in the most animals to be stung by events. Because <laughs> um, for those who don't remember, it was a few shows ago now, Lacazette missed a game because he was stung 10 times by a wasp. And we're talking about what the threshold is mm. of being stung. Uh, Ed says, I'm a marine biologist and in my formative years was working on a project in the beautiful country of Belize. Mm. On a casual snorkel with an enthusiastic colleague, I came across a large nurse shark chilling out under a ledge. I signaled my friend over who, in her excitement accidentally, or not, who knows, barged me backwards. Key point of context, I was not wearing a rash vest and drifted back first onto a colony of fire coral. I'm only just learning what that is, but also I know what it is. (laughs) Fire coral, like other corals, are colonial, meaning they are often composed of several thousand microorganisms. These, in turn, all have stinging cells called nematocysts, in the case of fire coral, these can leave quite a sting. So strong altogether, in fact, that once I was quickly out of the water, I almost lost consciousness. <laughs> so, yeah, 10 individual organisms stinging Lacazette versus at least several thousand stinging me. And if you ask me, I'd still play the next one. <laughs> yeah, I'm right, you would. So, <laughs> there I'm you right, go. You would. If anyone can have any advances on that, or indeed being stung by any other animal, that is impressive. show at footballramble.com for that you can tweet us at Football Ramble which some of you have of course a few of you uh, including CE on Twitter pointed out Neil Warnock's brief appearance on the Sky co-commentary this week uh, for the Sheffield United uh, Sunderland game uh, he'd had some wine so it was in quite a good mood <laughs> as, you, as you could imagine um, talking of Neil Warnock he's uh, been retired for a little bit of time now so uh, he's been doing new things and a couple of weeks ago he wrote a 1000 word poem called Retirement Memories he read the poem out on a video on his YouTube channel. It's a ballad, of course, all about what football has meant to him. And in it, he's holding a book. He sat in an armchair with a bottle of red wine beside him. Beautiful. The first rhyming couplet uh, is this. I've been retired now from football for quite a while. Some of the teams I've managed have been criticised for my style. <laughs> <laughs> thousand it's, words is quite a bit yeah. effort. And the best poem we heard from football all weekend. <laughs> Yeah, oh. packed list of runners and riders as well there. Go on, Warnock. Oh, yeah. dear me. Right, everybody. It's nearly the end of the show because it's now time for this. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. He doesn't know what that means, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. But it is time for Jack's Encyclopedia. Yeah, Pete did explain the rules last week, uh, but to reiterate, much for myself as for anyone listening, because I wasn't on that show, this is a game of category. So I'm going to host it this week, and I will give you all a category, and all you have to do is give me an answer that fits into that category. For example, if I said players who have been hit by a fish while playing, <laughs> you'd say that bloke from South America we talked about last week. Oh, yeah. um, but it's, it won't be that hard, but it's mm-hmm. just an example, okay? Um, uh, Pretty poor example because you probably have to give the name of the player. You can't mm. just say that bloke from 
Yeah. South mm. America. Yeah. Um, we'll keep going around the table, giving answers. Yeah. And if you can no longer give a correct answer, you're out. Yeah. Uh, and if I think you're taking too long, I'll play my countdown clip uh, here and you can hear you know, the length of basically Gary Neville's orgasm <laughs> to give me a correct answer. If you don't get it in before the end of that, mm. I will be the judge and my decision will be final. For whatever it's worth, you may see me take a slightly different interpretation of the rules to Pete. I thought Mark was very hard done by last time. Thank you, sir. I will be um, much like Mike Dean, following my own rules. I'll just and play... apologising. <laughs> yeah, I'll apologise afterwards in the Daily Mail. I'll just play the countdown now so you know what to expect. So if you're taking too long, it will go like this. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. Okay, good luck concentrating while that's in your ear. Um, <laughs> Get your answers in early. I must also point out there can be no repetition of answers um, either if you do repeat uh, you won't listen to someone else's and mm-hmm. you repeat it, you will also be out. There'll be three rounds. Um, and if no one, if we have one each, if it's like a tie yeah, breaker, yeah. there will be a, a round to break the tie. Uh, do you understand? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everyone listening, I hope you understand as well. Jim, you are going to go first. I've just okay. been told that information. I haven't chosen it for any particular reason. Um, Strap yourselves in. The, ca- the categories, just waiting for the categories, like waiting for your gladiatorial opponents. It is. Yeah. Strap yourselves in for this one because the go. people we've got in the studio, I think we're not going to be here for some time. There's 33 potential answers to this one. Okay. 33. The category that we're going to play first. 11 leech, lads. <laughs> Jim goes first, so we're going to go around that way. Yeah. Okay. Um, players who have scored 100 goals or more in the Premier League. Oof. Jim. Alan Shearer. Oh. And- yeah. Andy, you're up. Andy Cole. That is also correct. Wayne Rooney. Correct. Thierry Henry. Harry Kane. Harry Kane, you say? Correct. Um, Ian Wright. Nice of him to get a mensch. I'm worried. As, as I said that, I thought... Mm. Oh, yeah, so he, he was one of the No, no, he was, yeah, yeah. Jim Campbell. Sergio Aguero. Top of my alphabetic list. Sergio Aguero. Jamie Vardy. Near the bottom of my alphabetical list. Correct. Dwight York. Very, right at the bottom of my good. alphabetical list. Robin Van Persie. Good... How confident are you about that one? This is tougher Ish. than I thought Ish. it would be. Yes. You should be very confident because it's correct. <laughs> Andy. Uh, Les Ferdinand. Nice. Correct. Robbie Fowler. That is also correct. Hey, well, what a game this is. You've been playing along at home. I mean, you this, be is, this is tougher this. than I thought. It is, it way, is, tougher, yeah. way, way tougher. Jim yeah. Campbell, you're up, think. my friend. Um, I can't believe how tough this is. Yeah, no. There's going to be some obvious ones that we're forgetting as well. Teddy Sheringham? Correct. Well played. Andy. That's well played, Jim. Andy, you, you're up. There's, there's quite a few left. There's a fair amount left. There's probably about, I don't know, it's probably about 20 left. Romelu Lukaku. Very good. Ooh. Like that. Like that a lot. Um, Frank Lampard. Famously. <laughs> Midfielder. Like it. Like it. <laughs> Getting harder. Rude Van Nistelrooy. I'm not sure he would have been there long enough, actually. Yeah. But I've said it now. You're out, I'm afraid, Jim. He must be be close. Um, I haven't got the information in front of me, but he has not scored 100. I don't think he's stuck around long enough. So, Andy and Marcus, you're left. Andy, you're up. Stephen Gerrard, you know what you've done to me there, Marcus. Yeah, I do. Stephen Gerrard, you say. Interesting. Correct. Marcus. Michael Owen. Oh, not that confident. Of course he has. I he should have yeah, I don't know, it's just this game. Russell. 
Gianfranco Zola. I don't think he's one. Mm. Yeah. Marcus. Go on, how about that? Do you know who I had lined up next? I think you've got a name one to get it to get the get the win. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank? Mmm. He's brought it home. He's sounded Come it home. on! Very good. Well <laughs> for you guys and for those listening who are interested, we've had this we've got 95 goals and 150 oh, appearances. So very close. close. Very, very close. close. You're unlucky um, there. So that's one point to Marcus. Andy, you're up first this time around. Um, my Do you friend, know who I had up, up, up my sleeve as well with that list? Go on. Matt Letizier. Yes. Get your tinfoil hats on, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe many things, but he, is, but he, is a, he was a goal scorer. Yeah. Um, so, Andy, you're up first this time. There are 18 possibilities. <laughs> I don't think this one's going to go on quite as long. Um, I would have to say I insisted on this one being included <laughs> because I think it's a great category. Um, players signed mm-hmm. by Harry Redknapp oh, man. during his second stint at Portsmouth. You know oh, You absolutely know <laughs> Between 2005 and 2008. Andy Brussels, oh, you're no. up first. Sol Campbell. Sol Campbell, you say? It's a very, very solid opening answer. And it's correct. Uh, the, the one that leaps to mind. Oh, no, no, no. Do you know what I'm going to say? Benjani. Come on! <laughs> Jim, there's pressure on you. Benjani's a great guess. What have you got in your locker? I'm I'll tell get... you what. I'll put this in perspective for everyone listening. Well. I support Portsmouth. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I would say there's a good handful on here that I, could, I not only couldn't remember, I'd never heard of. All right, Jim, okay. that's, that's what we're up against. Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to go, based on remembering who played with who, I think Lamanu Luwalua. I think that's nice. earlier. Nice. I think it might be, I don't I, know. I think it might have been earlier. Ah. It, was indeed, it was indeed earlier. Um, so you're out, Jim, I'm afraid. There's uh, no shame with that, Jim. It's between, it's between Handy and Marcus for the final point. So Luwalua signed for Portsmouth in 2004. Mm. So it was it probably in between stints. It certainly wasn't in his second stint. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Andy, you're up, please. Uh, you yep. need to name... Uh, I, I don't know if this one's in the corridor of uncertainty, but I'm going to go for Pedro Mendes. Ooh. Pedro Mendes is correct. Wow. Surely he signed Jermaine Defoe. Very good. So the way you looked at me is if back have I Andy. misremembered him in a Portsmouth game. Back now, this is very much like uh, the Sunderland clause I know, I know what you're going to say. Game, yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Everyone's saving him. Obviously, it's correct. Yeah. Uh, Marcus? Um, Kevin Prince Boateng. No way! Uh, I'm afraid uh, not. You're joking. He, he signed just after. Oh, because he didn't play. He played in the side that got to the final and lost in rather than the one that... Uh, exactly. Because I won that category, yeah. do I... You automatically get... get an invite to the Morehouse for Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you always got that invite anyway. Cool. All oh, right, thank you. Um, so it's Marcus one, Andy one. So Jim, Jim needs to tie it up. He needs to win this one. If either of you two win, you win. The third category, uh, Marcus, you get to go first this time. Mm. It's There are um, 21 possible um, answers. England goalkeepers with 10 or more caps. All right. I thought there would be a lot more than this, but there's only 21. Yeah, same. I'm not sure about this one. Peter Shilton. <laughs> I think you one of your favourite men in football as well <laughs> on and off the pitch correct yeah Jim David Seaman that's correct Ray Clements nice also correct alright I'll go Gordon Banks then absolutely right of course Gordon Banks is correct Joe Hart good one Jim yes as my sons always called him when they were little Jordan Pickford mm. correct Marcus Paul Robinson. 
Very good. I was wondering who would pop up. Don't make you feel good, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> David James. Nice. Very nice. This is a bit tightrope but I'm going to say Chris Woods. Damn, that's what I was going to say. That's good. I'll tell you what, you boys are running out of names now. Because <laughs> some of these that sound mad. Uh, Marcus. Oh, that's so frustrating because that was... Um, come on. Come on. This is poor. I haven't had to use my countdown button yet. No, I know you haven't. Um, Nigel Martin. I love that. It's a Ooh. great answer. <laughs> oh, that was mine. That was going to be my answer. That's the one I had left. Very good. Uh, People listening will be absolutely stunned at the quality of trivia knowledge in this yeah. studio right now. Tim Flowers? Oh my goodness me. He's only pulled out a Tim that's, Flowers. That, that is incredible. I heard that. Correct. You're going to need your button now. Yeah. You got nothing in the locker, no? I'm struggling. Nothing in his locker. Brassel, sad to see. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. No, I'm done. Don't want to have a guess? No. Marcus. Andy's out. The big gun's out. He's gone, You can take the win here. Well, no, Jim's still. I know, but I'm just saying, you've got an opportunity here. I know. Um, Then I will say... You've got, I think, nine, ten left. It's Torres to give Chelsea... Jack Butland. Not confident. Yeah. Jim, you need to name one. Because if not, we're all back in, are we yeah, not? You need to name one, otherwise oh. it's it goes back in. God. Because you haven't named Marcus yeah. first. <sighs> so it's just caps, isn't come it? On, he's had loads of time just to caps. think here. Oh come on. Um <laughs> just caps. I'm still not, <laughs> still not, <laughs> still not confident. Still not Jim, yeah. Ben Foster? Oh, Ben Foster. Oh, I don't oh, think he's got this. I think he has. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, Jim, so that means that you've all got a wrong answer but now we're in sudden death. But the first person to name one, right, wins the point. What, just... in, in, the, in the Yeah, so now Andy's up first. Andy's up first. First person to name one in the circle. Andy, you're up first. If you can name one of these players, you get the, you get the point. David James. He's already been him. said. Marcus. We're not missing really? J-Mo. Um, Rob Green? Oh, that's good. Marcus Speller. Yes! yes! <laughs> well, on, well done, Marcus. Well done. Very well done, That's my really friend. That's really good. Excellent stuff. So, um, I'll just read you the rest because yeah. I think it's interesting. Yeah. So, the only other player that I think you could have had in that position you were in mm. was Rob Green. Yeah. I think the others, I'll be very, very surprised if any of you have Benetti? heard of Many of them. Um, no, he wasn't in there. Sam Hardy. Mm. Harry Hibbs. Harry Hibbs. Eddie Hopkinson. <laughs> Blimey. Gil Merrick, you may have heard of. Jack Robinson, never heard of him. Ron Springett, Frank Swift, Vic Woodley. That's Frank Swift. And 50s. Bert Williams. So, they were the only options you had. You were Swifty. really running out. Missed out on Swifty. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Harry Hibbs. I mean, how are we not, how are we not getting that? <laughs> Interestingly enough, Peter Bonetti is so famous for what happened in yeah, the 70s. Yeah, but he only had seven or eight caps. Seven caps yeah. in total, so it wouldn't have counted. Yeah, Marcus is the winner. Congratulations to you, Marcus. Thank oh. you very much if you played along at home. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, another one of those next Friday or perhaps even a Luke's game depending on how many people are in the studio. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? I've got the keys out. Here they are. <laughs> the Richard keys are out. Keys to the weekend. Then... Why haven't I got a pitbull button on this thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's open, everybody. The door is flung open. 
Uh, tell the boys I'm on my way. Come on, there we are. It's 99 in the shade, as John Bon Jovi once sang. Um, it's been it an absolute worth, pleasure. Thank you very much for listening. You used to only just do pitbull. Thank you very much for listening to the football ramble. Saw Bon Jovi twice. I've got a party in my pocket. You know I've just got paid. Uh, part of the ACAST Creator Network. Uh, Andy Brassel, thank you. Thank you. Jim Campbell, thank you. Thank you. Luke Moore, thank you. Thank you very Thank much. you, everybody. We'll see you very soon. is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.